Hey, it's Chris and Nikki from The Morning Mix. We got to chat with Ed Sheeran, and this was days after the court ruling came down. Yeah, there was so much going on. He had the pop-up here in Chicago. He had the court ruling that he won. He had an album release, and he even had a Peloton yeah, series. this is crazy. And guy the guy's a, going on tour. But seriously, and performed on top of a car right after he talked to us in New York. Right, I was like, oh, this guy looks like he's about to go somewhere. <laughs> and he, in fact, did. So this is our time with Ed Sheeran. Please enjoy on The Morning Mix podcast. Hey. How you doing, guys? Great, man. Good, good to, see, to you. see you. Thank you. Nice to nice to be here. Yeah, I know this isn't about this, but I like that jacket. Sorry. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I literally like every time I release a new album, I seem to people just come to me with jackets, and I get new jackets. It's great. <laughs> we got to release an album. <laughs> yeah, we really do. I need a bunch of jackets. Uh, well, hey, man. First, congratulations. It's wonderful to have all that behind you with thinking out loud and everything. So, congrats. I'm so wiped from all of that. Like to yeah. it. It's mad because, I mean, the outside world is the outside world. And like my career is releasing albums and doing shows. But when you're in that courtroom, that's kind of all that you can see and all that is matters and is, is there. So to be out of it now, it feels like such a massive weight has been lifted. Yeah, good. Good for you, man. Well, we're really happy for you. It's awesome. And uh, now it's like Ed Sheeran season. You've got so much happening right now. <laughs> I swear, mate, my, my record label are so happy about all of the uh, press around this thing. Because I'm like, none of this was planned. Like, yeah. we moved the album. The Disney documentary got put in and we moved the album so it was near the Disney documentary. And then suddenly the court case was happening. And I thought it would end last week, but it sort of dragged on. So it's all kind of, it feels like a movie. Like, it's all fallen into place and but yeah none of this was planned like this well it you subtract is out yes <laughs> so that's obviously huge and it's a very personal record you've been saying all along how personal it is going to be when it comes out i listened to it i loved it spark is the uh song for married people i feel like thank you you know a song for us we're um, not married we're married we're to not, other people yeah. <laughs> but we're married at work so. uh curtains now you've <laughs> talked about how many songs you write a day how do you get it down and is that where like deluxe comes into play like what how do you get these on the record and then are deluxe the ones that didn't quite make it but you got to get them in well i think yeah pretty much all the songs that i made for subtract have been released but i'd say like the songwriting thing it's kind of like working out you know like you what you work out and you exercise and it keeps your body fit and healthy and i find that's with songwriting it's just an a, a, some of it some it's just an exercise sometimes and every now and then like a good song will come come out of that but i'm constantly writing to keep the the wheel turning you know because i'd never want to get writer's block and just stop i want to continually be be writing and you know sometimes that means writing bad songs for a week but you're still writing songs and knowing that you're going to get to to a good song so it's like yeah it's a it's a it's a constant thing and there's always stuff to write about because life is uh colorful <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and part of that now for you is two kids do you have to do you have to like structure when you write now you know i mean it's really hard to predict no i treat it like um uh it's a nine to five so yeah. i go to the studio at like half nine i come back at five and I I treat it like I I got it from Eminem. I went uh, when I worked with him and was in D D Detroit. He's very regimented in like very regimented. He goes to work and he comes home and that's his f family life. And I think as musicians, like our livelihoods are so all over the shop. It's like 
yeah. you know, you finish a gig at 11 and you start the gig at eight and you might do a bit of promo at five, but that's like quite a weird working day, working, working hours. And I think now I've got kids actually being structured. So I have a regular work schedule is, right. is, is good. And it means that you work every day and it means that you go into the studio and you make songs every day and it's good. And the mathematics tour, it's going on. And um, I, we saw you last time you were here and it's, it's such a unique show because it's you and a guitar and That's you it. and a guitar and <laughs> thousands and thousands of people. The first time you did, uh, was that terrifying to play those arenas? And do we expect the same thing this tour around? Uh, well, it's in the rounds this time. So yep. it's, it, it's yeah, yeah. And it's there's more sort of bells and whistles, fireworks and, you know, flames and blah, blah, blah. It's like a, it's a very... It's a very good tour. I'm 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 really proud of it. But yeah, I mean, the first time you do anything is always nerve wracking. And you know, the first time I played an arena was 2000 and no 2011, and then the first time I played a stadium was 2015. And once you've done those firsts, it then becomes normal. And I know that sounds weird that playing a stadium can become normal, but it it's it's every single crowd you play to. It's just about how you place them and stadiums are uh, an all-inclusive event that people are coming to with their families or their friends and people come in, in large groups and you have to make it a big communal sing-along play the songs that people know whereas like a smaller gig there's just a different way of controlling a crowd and you would play different songs and maybe this song here and this song so it's just about knowing what you're walking into so we're excited for the tour and as you mentioned a few minutes ago you've got the doc on disney plus with the kids, with the tour, with the album, with everything else going on, how did you sort of define the boundaries of what are we filming, what aren't we filming, what are we including in this doc, and what aren't we? Uh, well, it, that kind of wasn't up to me. Um, the I basically this director came to me and he said, "I don't want to make a music documentary. I want to make a documentary on you and you as a person." Which uh, I feel like he's done like music is kind of secondary to it um, and the rest, you know, it's it's very much a view of uh, life. Um, but yeah, my only rule was just no kids, no kids and no inside my house. Just. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, you have to have that. Like, well, I just, you know, like people people know where I live and I don't want them to know uh, the layout of my house. You know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, funny transition. This we, is we, perfect. We talked to someone who knows where you live. Yeah, so we did. It's funny. We've, inter we've interviewed Lizzo. We've talked to uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay. Everyone talks about you. They all love you. Everybody. Uh, you just, you know, talked about Eminem. We did talk to one artist and friend of yours who does have a beef. So. About a house. About a house. And you might be leading yourself. Okay. <laughs> so we talked to Lewis. <laughs> And I want to play you audio, so I'll hold it up for you to see, and we'll edit this in to make it look real nice. But we asked Lewis about the house, and uh, there's some colorful words in here. Here we go. We're working on the house, man. You got you have a lot going on. You talked about that. Ed got you in the deal. You're yeah. Now. That guy. <laughs> you heard it here first. And I hope everyone back, goes out and buys Ed Sheeran's new album, subtract, so that motherfucker reimbursed me. <laughs> So, uh, Lewis, with some choice words to you about helping him uh, get into his house. How did that come together between you guys? Uh, well, what I said to him is uh, find a house that you're you're going to want to live in in 20 years and do it up as you're on tour. You know, not necessarily live there, but make it make it your forever home. So when touring ends, you have a forever home to go to go back to because um, I you know, for the first three years of me touring, 
I still sort of lived at my parents and you know even even when I was earning decent money I would come home and stay at my parents and um yeah I think uh I think like Lewis is a very funny guy and I think it like the story is a funny story but I do think in the long run he will be really happy with that house and he will he he yeah. just he doesn't want you to do it he loves your house he was like i love the bar he's got it he's like I yeah but my but my you know i bought my house 12 years ago and it's been 12 years of their bar was only done in 2019 so like it's uh it's a very slow i basically i played uh richard branson's daughter's wedding in 2011 and i went to necker island which is this incredible private islands that he bought in the 70s or whatever and I was like man like how did you do this and he said I just did it a step at a time you know and he had virgin records and if he had a hit with the rolling stones he'd do a little bit here and if he had a hit with madonna he'd do a little bit here and everything is just a gradual thing like yeah it's not you can't just go here's the house and right. doing all of this stuff it's just very very gradual and it yeah. grows with you as a person judging how great to practice you know, you got a bunch more bars to build. Yeah, it'll so be fine. Good. It's, it's on the way. <laughs> kind of like I'm good. I'm good. I'm good for now. The last thing I wanted to do was the um was the was the chapel just so I had a place to remember people that I'd lost. And yeah, right. I'm good now. Yeah. Awesome. You're gonna have to build a playhouse for the kids right. at some That's point. The next one. I don't know if you have that yet. Well, I, you know, there's there's like a limit. There's a limit because I don't <laughs> want them to be the weird kids. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah they got to be around yeah, the kids. Like our. Yeah. Yeah. The house we live in is actually pretty normal there's not any mad stuff it's just on the grounds there's mad stuff yeah well if you want to keep it my wife and i built a playhouse for our kids ourselves just by going to the hardware store so totally. that way they get slivers and it keeps them really it's, <laughs> it works out that way <laughs> well ever we can't wait to see you ed thank you so much for taking the time thank crazy you. week and you got it it's all done the pop-ups the tour everything is happening and uh, it's just great to see your face again thank you so much nice one guys thanks man congrats thanks ed bye-bye